Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. Are you a business owner or entrepreneur looking to take your business skills to the next level? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Enterprise Now Show. Prepare to be inspired, motivated, and transformed. And now, your host, LZ Flinnard. Can I get it? Oh, yeah. What's up, Enterprisers? Welcome to episode 126 of the Enterprise Now podcast where we educate, motivate, inspire, and transform business owners and entrepreneurs into success. That is what we do. We help folks launch, grow, and maximize. Founder and CEO Jay Rice created Thinking Chat to help process sales leads for high-tech equipment. During his experience as a tech CEO and entrepreneur in the industrial imaging industry, Jay supplied over $20 million worth of advanced imaging technology to large government, military, and industrial customers such as the U.S. Army, Naval Intelligence, Intel, and NASA. We learn about the concept of falling and how that applies to business. We talk about the number one job of any business owner and how that relates to the craft of the business. Jay also teaches us about his idea machine. Let's dig in right after this quick message. Seems everyone is podcasting these days. But if you want to do it right and stand out from the crowd, you need to contact Enterprise Now. E-Now Podcast Solutions is second to none in providing best-in-class customer service and delivering top-quality podcast production. Podcast editing can be time-consuming and tedious. You're a podcaster. That's what you do best. Let us do the dirty work for you. Besides, it's what we do best. Then all you have to do is your awesome show. We can help with basic editing, mixing, promotion, delivery, tagging, and pro editing. Whatever you need, we can do it for you. Check us out and see all the ways we can make your podcast sound amazing and professional. Visit enterprise-now.biz slash production. All right, Jay. Can I get an oh yeah? Oh yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, first of all, Jay, let me say thank you for taking the time out to talk with us, the enterprisers, because I know and the enterprises realize that you could be doing about a hundred other things right now, but instead you're here with us. So thank you for that. You bet. You're welcome. The very next thing I like to say or ask is for you to tell us about yourself. Now, when I say that, feel free to go all the way back to the day it all started, or you can start more current day. Tell us about yourself. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So I'm Jay Rice. I live north of Boston. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm also a, a lot of things. I play a lot of different roles you know, as a dad and a, and a son and brother and so forth. Um, but I guess. As far as the entrepreneurial journey that I've been on, if you wanted to kind of go way back, um, it started a long time ago that I wanted to be an entrepreneur because I had 
um, an a grandfather that was an entrepreneur. So on my mom's, uh, my mom's dad. And, you know, growing up, I had great parents and lived in a pretty quiet town south of Boston, but managed to be a very mischievous teenager and get myself into all kinds of trouble with the wrong crowd and became one of the people that your parents tell you not to hang around with. Uh, so my grandfather was an inspiration to me because he was um, a successful member of the community. He had uh, he had become a self-made millionaire back, you know, <laughs> a long time ago, uh, back when a million dollars was a lot of money. And uh, he was just a really good guy. And so I said, you know, hey, this is what I have as a, you know, as, as a model to be an entrepreneur. I always wanted to do things for myself. So that was really the start of my entrepreneurial inspiration. I worked for my grandfather and I also developed a work ethic because my, my cousin and I, back when I was just a teen and a preteen, my grandfather would pick us up and we would start early, early in the morning and we would work just, I mean, 12 to 14 hours a day. For back then, I'm really dating myself for a $5 bill. <laughs> and, uh, and we loved every minute of it. And so I uh, really developed the work ethic there as well, just to seeing how my grandfather handled problems and how he worked really hard. And uh, so that helped me you know, in my business career. And uh, eventually going into college, getting out of college, sales, marketing, uh, became um, CEO or divisional CEO of a, of a business that was actually a European business and ran their U.S. division, essentially got the keys to this division and the, the owner was very entrepreneurial and said, whatever you do, you can run this business from the beach. You can do whatever you need to do. As long as you meet these targets, uh, it doesn't matter to me. And if you meet these targets, here's, you know, your bonuses and so on. And so I basically just grew that business from 350 K to, uh, just turned 5 million in about five years. And, uh, um, you know, it was quite a ride. And, but at that time also, I, I really wanted my own business. And so I ended up, you know, starting my own company and then selling that company and another venture. And so it's been quite a ride. Well, let me, let me backtrack a little bit and um, ask, what's your favorite thing to do? I am a dad. So I don't know if there's any parents out there um, who have kids who are, mine are 12 and 14 and it's just a really fun age. And so spending time with the kids as a family, wife and kids, is a lot of fun. So I enjoy that. Uh, I also really, I mean, might sound boring, but I guess if the entrepreneurs are listening, they get it. But I just, I enjoy working. I enjoy actually creating things from thin air. So I do enjoy that. Um, but it's probably, like I said, it's probably boring to your listeners. So I guess one of the things that's really fun that I love to do is uh, my brother and I, for the past 10 years, we have been going on adventure trips every year. What happened is when we were growing up, we were just really not that close. And I figured I'd, I'd better correct that when I got older. Um, and so we're now best friends. And every year for the past decade, we've decided, okay, let's go somewhere just completely off the grid. So, you know, we've, um, and I've used marketing automation, by the way, just marketing tools and stuff that I'll talk about to let me do these disappearing acts and still actually have business running while I'm away. But I, I, we've actually been to the Amazon jungle uh, two times, uh, exploring different regions of the Amazon uh, pretty remote regions. Uh, we have um, been bush camping in Africa and just actually it was like participation camping. I've trekked in the Himalayas and we've just done a whole bunch of crazy things. So that's that's like, if, you know, actually like fun thing to do. I just love going on these adventure trips because it's just, you know, it's a lot of fun. Talk a little bit more about the adventure trips. Um, how do you guys decide where to go? So what typically happens is one of us will read a book and we'll say, wow, that place sounds pretty dangerous. <laughs> Let's go visit. Uh, I mean, not quite that ridiculous, but no, we, we'll mainly we'll read it. We'll read a book 
and will get intrigued by the story of um, some historical significance that took place there, ancient civilization or something. Uh, but also it will sound dangerous. And it's not that we're attracted to danger, but uh, it's just the intrigue of the place being a little bit you know, remote. So, uh, for example, I read a book called Into Africa, uh, which was the story of um, you know, Dr. Livingston, I presume, that classic story of uh, Livingston had gone into the African interior and he was essentially lost. So that was one of our inspirational uh, books. And we said, you know what, let's go to Africa. Let's let's go on safari. And so usually we'll do that and we'll research the place really well. And that'll give us enough background that we can, you know, make a plan for them. the books really do it. I think there was a, there was another book that I read called uh, Lost City of Z, which is about a British explorer who explored the Amazon. And um, he, he had a theory of there being an ancient civilization that was predating the Incas and in the jungle. And so we thought that was very fascinating because the, in the, the, the author, in fact, it was a movie came out about a year ago. The author was an American who went to the Amazon and retraced the footsteps of this British explorer. And so we just thought that was really, really cool. So, you know, usually it'll, it'll start from like a book or it'll start just from research. And then we just, you know, drill down into the history, the culture, the language, you know, we'll pick up the language if we have to, like we did a, um, we did a crash course in Arabic before we went to Egypt and things like that. You mentioned a little bit in, um, in your answer about, um, how you grew up being inspired by your, um, your grandfather, um, yep. being an entrepreneur. Now, obviously, as you observed and watched his, his life and his business, there were challenges that came along with being an entrepreneur. Uh, and you also, you also mentioned some of the, uh, the challenges that you, you've had in your, your business. Um, how do you overcome challenges? My grandfather was a good role model in that he was extremely patient and he just always worked on different solutions to a problem. He just, and he always had a belief that there would be a positive outcome. It was just, he was just a really grounded person. Um, so I try to be similar in how I approach things. Um, I've also learned that sometimes failure can turn into success. It's kind of, it's kind of weird, but I guess one of the examples is that uh, the business that I started, you know, back in the great recession, 2009 originally had a certain business model and I needed to pivot that business model. And it, it dawned on, and I thought at that time that that was like a disaster that I was doing that, but it dawned on me that it wasn't so much the business model that mattered. It mattered that I would be successful. Right. So things like that, that come around. I mean, even um, some of the mistakes I made, you know, quote unquote mistakes in that business that, that looking back, I would say, oh yeah, I probably wouldn't have done that. But then again, those, you know, again, quote unquote mistakes led to different, led to certain paths that I got on that actually I wouldn't have been on had I not done those things. And those actually turned into good, positive things as outcomes. It's just a matter of, I think it's just, you just constantly look for ways that you can actually make the best of a situation and for things that empower you and you just constantly adapt and overcome. Gotcha. One one way that I've heard that stated is um, no matter how the situation goes, you either learn or you grow. How do you but but to me, that's a mindset thing, because a lot of people when they when they quote unquote fail, it's a failure. Talk about how as an entrepreneur, everything is a challenge. There is no such thing as failure. Yeah, well, I mean, that's one thing, especially in marketing, is that, uh, you know, the saying is it's all testing. (laughs) 
<laughs> I like that. I'll have to borrow that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's all testing. You're testing a hypothesis. And, okay, this didn't work. Let me try something else. Um, and if you think about it, I mean, adults are the ones that are the most afraid to do that. And, when you know, when you're a child, you learn to walk by failing to walk. <laughs> you learn to speak by failing to speak. And that's how you become fluent in your first language. That's how you learn to walk. So, and that's, you know, as I think Tony Robbins is going to say, that's why just about everybody in the world can walk who, you know, if they don't have an impairment, they can walk um, because you just, you just are determined and you, your brain at that age hasn't developed hangups and you haven't developed self-consciousness because you do, you don't even have a conscious, you're not even conscious of yourself that much at all. That's why you stick your finger in a light socket. And if you have kids, you don't have talking about, uh, but you know, you just don't stop. You just keep going. And that same principle helps, I think, as an entrepreneur. I mean, it's just having that unfettered resilience of just constantly moving forward. Speaking of resilience and mindset, what are some of your keys to success? Well, I mean, first, I think I've had some success, but I don't think by any means, like personally, I think I've arrived because I think, I mean, so, if I look around, I'm just, you know, inspired by so many others who've done great things. And I'm still like, I think I'm just on the journey, so to speak. Um, but I guess, you know, compared to others or in certain areas, I could have success. So in those areas, the success I've had, I would say that the way that I have achieved that is I've I've been very tenacious in going about what I what I set out to achieve. Uh, I've also been um, so there's a you know tenacity, there's the hard work and effort, um, and then there's for me it's being able to look at creative ways to come up with solutions, um, which is kind of like one of my superpowers is just um, doing that. And then the other thing I think that's important is having a support network, both at home or you know personal life that you can just actually vent with because I think that's very healthy or or maybe vent is the wrong word, but just talk to, you know, and then having um, a group of people that can help you. So in in an entrepreneurial business, one of the things I found very helpful that some of your listeners might uh, know about, and if they don't have it, I would suggest that they do this immediately is to get an advisory board. You can get an advisory board as any business for any business uh, endeavor. And a lot of entrepreneurs who will be on your advisory board um, don't even really cost anything because they probably already successful and they just enjoy being in the game. And it's, it's will be invaluable because it, it has been for me and many others I've talked to. Gotcha. You kind of stole my thunder there a little bit, Jay. I was just going <laughs> to ask what your superpower was, but you said, you said it, but let's, let's reiterate it. Sure. Yeah. What's your superpower? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I mean, if I could kind of narrow it down to one thing, uh, I would say that I'm an idea machine. Um, I don't know if you know uh, James Altucher, or if you've read, read his stuff. It's worth checking out. But he talks a lot about this. And I guess, you know, this is my superpower. It doesn't matter what the situation is. I'm the person who can come up with interesting, creative ideas and solutions at will. I can create a you know, new slants on an old topic, advertising jingles. Um, you know, I could just you know, create, um, info products. I mean, I just can come out with ideas. Now they're not always spectacular, but that's okay because, you know, some live and survive and thrive and others perish, but you just keep doing it. And that's kind of the thing. I'm the one who's like the ultimate brainstormer in that sense. I just, I have to write that down. Some ideas live and thrive <laughs> and others perish. That's right. That's <laughs> it's like survival of the fittest ideas, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But I mean, I think it helps, right? Because if you have a, especially if you have your own business, you have to be able to generate ideas in order to do things because 
every business is different. This is kind of like, you know, it's almost like the uh, snowflake, right? It's like you might have, even if you might have, let's say a business that you say, oh, but it has other people have an accounting business or whatever, you know, this kind of business. But, but guess what? They don't have exactly the same circumstances. Nobody has exactly the same circumstances, whether it's the environment or the location or the, you know, um, whatever, you know, the business model or capitalization or whatever it might be. So you have to be able to create ideas to get customers and keep customers. Most importantly, that's what your number one job as a CEO is getting inquiring customers, uh, but also do other areas of the business, develop systems, to, you know, staff or freelancers or whatever your you know, staff is composed of, and then just continue to innovate. That is a, a, I don't know if it's a, if I call it an inadvertent golden nugget or just a blatant golden nugget. And you just kind of glossed over it, but I want to, I want to <laughs> backtrack a little bit. Yeah. Because you said your number one job as a CEO or owner is to get and acquire customers and establish systems. I, I cannot let you just gloss over that without <laughs> digging in a little bit deeper. Sure. sure. Absolutely. Well, yeah, one of the most common reasons businesses fail is they just don't have enough customers. They don't have enough income. And, um, you know, that's really the thing. And I think what happens is, uh, and it's happened to me too. And I got to kind of like, you know, got to kind of like keep myself on track, especially as like a lot of entrepreneurs, I can tend to have an ADD. And I can, I mean, I have a whole book, just, just one notebook next to my desk, which is just full of ideas, for example. Um, but I can, you know, keep myself on track. And importantly, as I mentioned, is that, you have to realize that it's not It's not to update your website. It's not even to be the doer of your craft. Because think about it. If you are the doer of your craft, that's fine. But people aren't just going to magically come out of the woodwork to do to be your customer just because you do the craft. You actually have to do the marketing part as well. And now, um, as the owner of the business, you have to be involved in that marketing and selling. Even if you're not the one who does all of the day-to-day, um, as as they say, and um, if you know GKIC, or it's called no no BS Inner Circle now, they're saying is um, it's not just that you do the thing; you also have to be the marketer of the thing. Totally believe that. That one's free enterprises. We're not going to charge anything for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. So so Jay, we've learned a lot about you, your upbringing, what inspired you to become an entrepreneur. You shared with us um, a, a little bit about your adventure trips. Yeah, uh, we've learned about uh, some of your keys to success. Tell us about your business. What do you do? Yeah, sure. So, um, so my current business is called Thinking Chat, and it's a software company. And as the name implies, um, what we have is a it's an automated chat agent. So it's a fully autonomous agent that actually helps businesses get more leads on their website. Uh, so the no- the popular nomenclature is a terminology is a chatbot. You've probably heard of those or used those. And whereas other chatbots that are out there can be very difficult for a small business owner to set up because they require you to be a techie or they require a huge investment of time, ours is very easy for anybody. It's turnkey uh, and it's designed for small to medium businesses. Um, so that's the current business I'm in. To kind of back up a second, the, the big problem that we solve is that in all businesses who market online are actually f- have the same problem, by the way is that if you statistic, statistically speaking, if you send 100 visitors to the average website, fewer than three out of 100 will actually become a lead for that business, right? So it's pretty crazy. I mean, you you know, most businesses, they know about search engine optimization and, you know, uh, pay-per-click advertising or social media, and they're spending a lot of time and money to get people to go to their website. And it's a leaking 
funnel, so to speak. You know, people, 97% are slipping away. Um, and so what they found is that uh, chat increased, just having chat on a website increases the conversion of website visitors to leads by 30% or more. Um, and which is why uh, the market is huge. It's growing like wildfire. There's actually, uh, according to Lead Ledger, there's 52 million websites that have uh, chat, but most of them are human-based. And the problem with human-based chat is for a small business, they don't have the time, they don't have the manpower, and it's expensive to outsource it. And it's also very inconsistent because it's usually, you know, an overseas call center or whatever. So ours is basically fully autonomous turnkey and we've we're in actually 36 different industries right now small business uh, niches and we're proven to increase leads on a website between 2 and 10x so if you're getting 10 leads a month we've seen you know increases between 20 and 100 leads a month that you'll get after you put our service on your website Jay as we wrap this up uh, give the enterprisers an actionable step to improve their business today I, I think one of the biggest things is that um, is, is embracing uh, marketing automation and systems. And a couple of things. That, so first of all, get an advisory board if you don't, advisory board if you don't already have one. Um, leverage the power of freelancers and outsourcers. There are people with specialized skills who have those skills and they can help your business. So whether it's a consultant or just a freelancer, you can go to websites like Fiverr, um, like Pay Per Hour, um, you know, other sites like that, like uh, you know, freelancer.com. Uh, those sites, there are professionals that can help with little areas of your business to fill in gaps. Uh, and again, use market automation. There's so many things out there. If, if it's appropriate for your business, you have good traffic, you should get in a chatbot on your, on your site. It'll help you. Um, and also for the leads that you capture, having a, an email marketing system is also an indispensable asset because most businesses stop following up after two follow-ups where the average customer requires seven to nine follow-ups. And so you can get a constant contact and infusion soft and MailChimp, you know, for really inexpensive and it'll help your business. All right, Jay. So if people want to reach out to you to learn more about your business and what uh, what you do, how can they do that? Yeah, sure. So uh, so my company is Thinking Chat. And so it's thinkingchat.com. And if you want to try our service, uh, we can offer you a really low risk special offer. Um, so it's like 30 day money back guarantee risk free. It's thinkingchat.com forward slash silver, S I L V E R. Uh, so check that out. And I'm also, you know, I'm on social media. I mean, as long as you have a photo and you, and you have a legitimate business, it's just, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm, you know, just pretty much an open networker. And on Instagram and Twitter, it's at John J. Rice. Look forward to connecting with your enterprisers. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Jay, thanks so much for sitting down and chatting with us. I know I have a couple of few pages of notes over here, so I know that the Enterprisers got a ton of value out of the conversation. Sounds great, Elsie. It's fun. Enterprisers, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the support. Thank you for listening and thank you for the feedback. Give us more feedback. Email me directly. Let me know that we are continuing to add value to your business because we exist to add value to you. We can't do what we do without you guys. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. And we'll talk with you guys next week. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email mayor at podcasttown.net. 
I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.